Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Meet the Manager, our regular catch-up with the best advice from some of the community's top FPL managers of all time continues. Yes, we will focus on those with an incredible rank history, but we're adding to that, including managers with an interesting story to tell about how FPL has impacted on their lives. We'll also focus on managers offering a unique insight, perhaps some different research into the game that we haven't seen before propel them and hopefully us up the rankings. Today I'm joined by Kareem Cahill who has racked up 11 top 100k finishes across his long career. So the theme very much of this one is that he has got, he is Mr. Consistency in FPL. But how can he think and how perhaps as we, the chat goes on, how can he push on to the next level? Because every season he does really well. We want to see if he can push on further. So we'll find out a bit more about his career history, tip for su- tips for success, and then we'll take a look at his um, next week's planning. So we're going to look at game week five and uh, see how he, his snapshot of his thinking. Um, to timestamp this, as I said, it's game week five and it's the 2021-22 season, just in case you're watching this a bit further. Um, Karim, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, how are you? Uh, just yeah, good. Just wanted to say... Uh, I'm very honoured and humbled to be your uh, guest uh, today. Okay, so Kareem, where, where are you joining us from as well in the world? Uh, I'm from Egypt. Yeah. I'm joining from Egypt, yeah. And you're live from Egypt. So how is it in Egypt at the moment? <laughs> nice? Uh, yeah, it's nice. The weather is nice. Yeah. Uh, everything is nice. Okay. It's always nice. Always nice yeah. weather. <laughs> um, career history. Let's put your career history up and... As we've noticed, uh, as we noted at the beginning, um, your career history, you've got lots of high finishes. You've got, you know, top top 10K um, and 11K as well. And virtually all of your finishes, bar 2019, are within, well within the top 100K. So you're Mr. Consistency here. You don't really have, you know, you have, you've had one poor season since 2008. So before we ask about how you might push on um, to the next level, what is the secret to being so consistent in FBL? Yeah, I think uh, it's good to be uh, prepared. Information, I think, is very important uh, in FBL. You need to uh, know the teams, uh, know uh, the top teams, uh, obviously, uh, the players, uh, Mm -hmm. their positions in the teams. 
who are the talisman of the of the teams, uh, this kind of thing. Also, uh, I think you need uh, patience and you have to have a plan. Yeah. Uh, not 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 always being reacting uh, to one game week. You have to have a plan and stick to the plan as much as possible. Okay. Um, so the planning, the patience. So by that, being for hits, what's your sort of usual hits each season and are you quite hit averse uh yeah more or less i think hits uh i, I don't mind them uh, if they are needed but uh, usually uh with good planning and uh targeting fixture blocks good pictures you can uh, avoid uh, taking too many hits mm -hmm. i don't uh count how many hits i take per season but i think it's something like seven eight maximum Pretty good. So that's, that's pretty rare. So do you take many? You don't ever take a minus eight or a minus twelve or anything like that. I think I don't think I've taken a minus twelve in a very in a long time, in no. many years. Uh, maximum is a minus eight when I feel there are a lot of problems in my team that I want to sort out okay. and just get ahead of the curve again. Okay. So what do you think would be your attitude to risk as well? So the importance of planning is highlighted there. But so, for example, do you take risky moves? Do you, would you take out Mo Salah if he had a, if he had a reasonable fixture for someone who had an even better fixture, some a risk like that, or, or take a punt on an unknown player? What, what's your attitude to risk? Uh, I'm not, uh, no, I don't take so many risks, especially with uh, premiums. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe this is part of my game that I think I'm trying in the, in the recent seasons I'm trying to improve or I'm trying to change because I think the game has become much more aggressive there are a lot of uh, more managers are playing now mm -hmm. a lot of more informed managers so you have to always uh, be ahead of the curve uh, and you have to take some risks so this is something I'm uh, exploring with in the last uh, Two seasons or something. Okay, so but usually I'm a, I'm a patient. I'm a, yeah. I'm a I'm a wait and see manager. Yeah. So, do you think that your career history is in is indicative of of the way that you have played that game, being patient and looking at um, you know not taking risks and not taking so many hits? Um, and do you feel that if we were to look at a career that in a five years time and it's got top 100, <laughs> top 100, top 1,000, that you might have taken risks in order to get there. Do you think that's what's lacking with from your game at the moment? Yes, I think that's uh, a part of it, yes. Okay. Uh, oh. I think it, it, without without ta uh, taking some risks and being aggressive with the game, I think it, you can get consistent top 100k, top, maybe top 50k with some luck. Okay. But... I don't think you can reach the dizzy heights of 1K and 100 and these uh, very high finishes by just uh, without taking some risk and being more aggressive. Because I think a lot of people will be watching this who very rarely finish in the top 100K. Um, and as you said, it's getting increasingly difficult, isn't it? Was it 8 million managers playing? And going back to 2007, I think that's more or less when I started playing as well. I think there was only a million two million so lots of play lots more players and lots of better players um, so it's it's looking like if someone's watching this and they want to get top 100k you're the guy to follow <laughs> but who would you follow or what sort of strategies would you follow 
into into to hopefully propel you to to change tact to to change the type of manager you are to become a top hundred manager. Uh, as I said, I think being aggressive, maybe with maybe also uh, captaincy, I think it's a big part. It's something that I uh, struggle with sometimes. Uh, hitting the very big uh, captain scores is, that will propel you very high in the ranks. Mm-hmm. These uh, these kind of strategies can help you move up even more in the ranks. But uh, when I'm th- when I'm talking about aggressive or risk, you cannot do it every game. You have to pick your moment. Yeah. Uh, when there is an obvious opportunity to take, uh, to exploit, uh, you, you cannot do it every week because most probably you will not be uh, getting the returns you expect. So, so who do you rely on for the caps? I mean, over the last year or so, we, I mean, obviously you're joining us from Egypt, so I'm presuming Mo Salah has been a captain quite frequently. Um, not just because of his nationality, but because he's good. <laughs> yes, uh, funny enough, uh, this season and, and the previous maybe season or two seasons, yes, uh, I'm depending on Mo Salah a lot, but the, the two seasons before, I was actually in the Mani camp more. Ah. Uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, there was a bit of a price difference between both of them, and I think Mani, in his good seasons, he was more or less matching Salah, mm-hmm. for, but for a significantly uh, less money. But then since Salah took over with uh, penalties and uh, money has dipped in uh, recent years, uh, no, I'm now uh, firmly in the Salah camp. Okay. Um, Usually I depend on the premium for captaincy. I uh, don't yeah. like to uh, captain players from Your, your um, career history is quite similar to mine. And I... I have favoured a three-four-three over the years, and I'm still still got a three-four-three, and I can't bring myself to to leave that. Do you have a particular favourite formation? Yes, I'm a three-four-three mainly yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of guy, but uh, in recent seasons also, I uh, a lot of the players who are actual forwards or attackers are placed in midfield, so I have to switch sometimes from three-four-three to three-five-two. The likes of Salah, Aubameyang at some point was midfielder, uh, Mane, a lot of the, the, the top players. It's getting, uh, with, especially with the premiums, they're in the in the front line. They are getting more rare. Maybe maybe we have Kane, Aguero, and Vardy in recent years. Not many options. So uh, I think the game shifted to three five two a bit uh, in the last maybe two seasons. Uh, do, do you do you think that there's a sort of um, a st- like the formation, it reflects the story of the season. So, yeah, yeah. And and so at the moment, do you think we're in a? Because we'll come to your team in a minute, and your team for this season. But do you think currently we're in a three-four-three sort of story or a three-five-two? What what do you think is the is the optimal formation at the moment, and why? At the moment, I think three-four-three uh, is the favoured uh, formation because also. Uh, Ronaldo and Lukaku joined. Obviously, we have more options up front, especially in the premium bracket. Uh, Antonio is doing exceptionally well. Uh, we also have Casper Lewin, uh, Bamford. There are a lot of options uh, yeah. with good value. And the mid-price uh, midfielders, uh, they have some risk attached to them, like Greenwood maybe is not guaranteed uh, to keep his place. Same with Jota. The, the Chelsea midfielders are still not 
providing the expected returns from them. So I think 343 at the moment is the, the way to go. Okay. So, I mean, you're currently um, just outside the top million. Um, is that quite normal for you? For you? Do you do you sort of start off around there and then end up in the top 100K? Is that a normal season or, or do you start off in the top 100K and just stay there? <laughs> no, usually I'm a slow starter. Okay. I, uh, I take some time to pick up and uh, usually the second half of the season uh, is when I actually climb the ranks. Uh, last season was a bit different in this regard that I started very strongly. And I think by mid-season, uh, towards the Christmas season, I was maybe top 20K or top 50K. And I thought I would finish the season uh, in the top 10K. I was for that kind of season. But then I started sliding. So it was like the reverse of most of my season. Okay. I, wow. Until I uh, just uh, finished it just inside the uh, 100K. Okay. So already we, what we've, we've, we've gathered is being, being a more aggressive will turn a consistent and good manager into a very good manager. But of course, it's difficult for managers like you and I um, to, to change your mindset into that as well. Um, do you, I mean, a lot of people say that, 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 that phrase, you know, play your own game and stuff, but you're looking to not play your own game. Is it, is, are you finding, is, is, that, is that more of a struggle than the fact that there's 8 million managers at the moment? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm not going to drop my style completely. Just, uh-huh. I'm trying to just to add up to add some element of risk to it and some aggressiveness. But uh, I think that is needed. An open mind is needed with the game. Also, every season has its own uh, uh-huh. story. Some seasons you uh, you just have to be aggressive with the premiums. Some other seasons you have just a few premiums who are constantly doing well all season. You cannot jump around between them. Uh, so I think it depends. I, we also have to admit there's a bit of luck also that comes into it. So uh, uh, that's uh, something I'm hopefully uh, that can go in my favor. Uh, I, I've been unlucky with chips in the, oh. the most season. Yeah, I'm not uh, a big fan of the chips. No, I'm not either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I seem to remember you may have been caught out with this one as well. Captaining, triple captaining Mane in the week yes. where he got that's injured after five minutes and Salah. Yeah, and I, yeah. The same happened with me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a look at your game week five team. So you've just wildcarded. Is that right? You wildcarded in game yeah. week four. Yes, um, yeah. And so you've wildcarded into this team. Now we've got Calvert-Lewin in there. Um, it's been confirmed he is out for two, two to three weeks. So um, do you want to go through the team you've got and some of your decisions, why you have those players there and then we can, find out a bit about what you're going to do with transfers this week. So, yeah, if you just want to go through your team, to sort of from goalkeeper and further forward. Okay, uh, so my team currently, I have Sanchez in goal. Uh, the defence, I have uh, Alexander-Arnold, Rudiger, uh, Luka Dean and Duffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Ben Rama, Mousala, Jota and uh, Star in uh, midfield. And I have uh, Antonio and calvert I have a bench of Antonio and Liberamento at the, at the moment. Yeah. Not, not playing uh, mainly. Yeah. And, um, and Ronaldo, obviously. Ronaldo, well. of course. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, can't forget him. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it's it's an obvious 3-4-3. Three, three. You've got Antonio there. Um, why, I'll go from the back to forward. Why Sanchez at the moment as the goalkeeper? So, are the, are, no one really knows who the best goalkeeper is at the moment, but why have you gone for Sanchez? Uh, 
I started with Sanchez uh, from game week one, and by game week four, I still, you know, find a better keeper. Or I, there isn't a standout keeper that convinced me that he's the one to go for. Uh, there is. Uh, I was tempted by Raya for uh, from yeah. Brentford for a bit, but I don't like his pictures much. Uh, and I, I, they still haven't played against the uh, the, the really top teams, so, so I'm not sure how they yeah. will. Uh, they will cope with that. Uh, Sanchez and Brighton have a system of play. They are, they have a solid defense. So I still could not find a better value uh, keeper out there. So okay. I just stuck with him. I now, okay. um, Alexander Arnold. I th- I'm just going to say it's an obvious pick. <laughs> Rudiger exactly. is looking ahead to Chelsea's good run in game week seven. I presume. Yes. Duffy is great value, um, and he's essentially your bench player that's come in because of Antonio. Luca Dean is the interesting one there. Why is Luca Dean there? Uh, Luca Dean, I like his pictures a lot, and mm-hmm. I think uh, Everton's defensive numbers have been uh, good under Rafa Benitez, mm-hmm. and because of his also assist potential and he's on all set pieces, I, I picked him just for I think four or. Uh, He's a plate holder for probably a Manchester City or another Chelsea defender uh, come game week uh, seven or eight. I, do, I did not want to spend so many transfers in defense, so I just wanted to pick uh, sure uh, starters and uh, just leave them there. I want to focus my uh, my chances more on midfield and attack. I think this is also part of being more aggressive. I think this is where the upside is. So. Uh, I try to have uh, as much as possible a stable uh, defense line that will get constant grip of points. Um, so um, Salah captain uh, obviously looks like the best fixture with Crystal Palace at home. Um, on your wild card, you decided to go for Jota, but have you, could he be someone else? I mean, have you got him in because of his price, but also, or, or have you got him in also because you think he's a, a good option for for the next few weeks? Uh, I got him because uh, of the Firmino injury mainly. Mm. Uh, he, he has uh, when he starts, he's uh, explosive. He has he's always consistent. He uh, was also a bit of a differential. Uh, also, I like his price point. I can easily jump from yeah. him to uh, Mason Mount or a Pogba or a Greenwood, yeah. or I can go down to a Rafinha. I like the flexibility he uh, he offers. And uh, with Saar, uh, good good fixtures coming up. Yeah. Um, and also he can become anyone else. And Ben Rama. So why, um, with Ben Rama, which, which of those, I mean, any of those could go, but also any of them you're happy with. Is that, would that be fair? Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, with Saar, I'm keeping him at least for the next three fixtures. He has, I think, the three worst defences in the league uh, at the moment. Uh, back to back to back. He has the Norwich, then... Uh, uh, Newcastle and then Leeds, I think. Yeah. So uh, I'm keeping him for these. And he's also a talisman. He is, uh, he plays 90 minutes. He's uh, he's expected to have a, a high percentage of goal involvement in anything uh, Watford are going to to get. Uh, ben Rama is the one I'm not. I'm starting to be hesitant about. Mm. Uh, I'm giving him maybe still after Manchester United he has two good fixtures, but I think he, he probably would be the first to go uh, if. Uh, Especially if I don't have Miota soon, if Firmino remains injured for a while. Yes, um, and up front, obviously Calvert Lewin. I mean, injured, so um, so bid. Antonio is being benched, so he's back in for those good fixtures you just mentioned. So, what what are you going to do with Calvert Lewin? Is he 
What? Yeah. Who? Who's he going to become? Uh, uh, I am light on the bench, so I cannot uh, afford to keep him, and he is also out for a bit of a long time, two or three weeks at minimum. Rafa. Uh, I think the best option at the moment I can find is uh, Bamford, especially yeah. that I don't have any leads, uh, I don't have Rafinha, I don't have any lead attack, and their fixtures are about to turn for the, yeah. for the better. So I think he's the best obvious pick, especially with also Antonio suspended, yeah. I already have him. Uh, Jimenez still not providing any returns, Wilson injuries. I don't find any better option at the moment. No. So I think I'll go Bamford. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've already done the move because <laughs> I'm yes, uh, yes. going out tonight. Forward, I, I might yes. forget later. So um, I've just <laughs> done that because it's been confirmed that Bamford is out. So this will be going out on Friday morning. Um, so, you mean Bamford is fit? Uh, yeah, he's fit. He's fit. He's been okay. confirmed he's fit, um, which I think was always the case. Um, um, but um, yeah, there doesn't seem to be any doubt about it. Um, now, You've just wildcarded. I have as well. Many other people have, or they're thinking about it. But others are looking to wildcard, say, game week seven or a bit after that. Um, we're looking at Chelsea's fixtures, and obviously, it becomes Lukaku becomes a great captaincy option. Um, firstly, on your wildcard, did you attempt to do a, a team with Alexander Arnold, Salah, Ronaldo, and Lukaku, and um, and because you didn't, why, why, why didn't you in the end go for that? I tried to fit them all in, but I, it proved very difficult. I had a lot of sacrifices and a lot of compromises had to be done. Mm. I did not like the balance uh, in the team. In order to, I think it's, you, you kind of have to play 4-3-3 or 4-4-2. Yeah. And uh, I did not like, the, like that in terms of flexibility, especially that uh, you will only catch in one of them. Uh, of the premiums at a given week and I still uh, I think if, if Ronaldo proved to be uh, picture proof and we in the level that uh, we have seen uh, the likes of Van Persie or Suarez would be very difficult to drop him and maybe we'll have to uh, yeah. to go for both but at the moment I think the better play is uh, just switch Ronaldo to Lukaku that is the easy move in game week 7 or 8 when Ronaldo's fixtures turn to the worst and Lukaku's uh, fixtures pick up yeah, I mean, I was uh, anticipate my next question. Really, game week seven comes along. Um, or ga- well, game week seven's a bit tricky because Ronaldo's got Everton at home, who aren't as good in defence as, as well against those bigger teams. Uh, perhaps could be an issue, but also obviously Lukaku has Southampton. Um, so is it around about then you're gonna you'll you'll do that Ronaldo to Lukaku switch, or or, or might you put that off till game week eight? I might put it off to game week eight because Southampton also have uh, produced some good performances of late. They uh, frustrated Manchester United they, and West Ham, two of the best defense, uh, sorry, attacking teams at the moment. So uh, maybe they are they are uh, improving. Maybe in the back of our minds, just we uh, we have the thrashings they have got against Leicester and these kinds of uh, losses. But they can improve, and they can they have improved actually uh, yeah. defensively against the big teams. So. Maybe it can be postponed to game week eight. I think a lot of depends depends on how these three game weeks will go and how Chelsea and United will prepare in these three game weeks. It's very it's, it's very similar to to my mentality when I wildcarded. I've 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 got an open mind to having 
Salah, Alexander-Arnold, Ronaldo and Lukaku. But at the same time, as you, you pointed out, every time I've made a team with that, I look at it and I <laughs> don't like the look of it. Um, but I'm, as you said, it might have to. I mean, if, if Ronaldo it becomes that sort of old Ronaldo or, yeah. or Suarez, I mean, you mentioned Suarez. I mean, those seasons where we where we had Luis Suarez to pick in for Liverpool were, were incredible, weren't they? The game was really easy then. <laughs> yeah, it's my fast. It's my captain. You cannot. And you but, cannot just play a hockey coach with him. You have to just no. keep him every. Yeah. And he, and he was frequently assisted by Daniel Sturridge, so you could just get both in. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and do that as well. And um, looking forward, you played your wild card now. Um, Chelsea have the big fixture swing game week seven but there's Manchester City to consider their fixtures improve around then and then Manchester United's fixtures get better again game week 14 or so um, meanwhile Liverpool are just Liverpool <laughs> Mo Salah's just Mo Salah um, what, what's your sort of vague plan do you think looking ahead you know past game week seven uh, I think Manchester City I will go for probably go for a defender Unless I see uh, Reece James really uh, cementing his place and producing the, on the attacking numbers he can, uh, that he has potential to produce on, uh, probably I'll go for defender. And uh, for an attacking point of view, it's still not clear uh, who is the pick to go for. Uh, so this part is tricky. Uh, and I don't really trust Guardiola. I've been burned by him so yeah. many times. I actually started this season with Mahrez and... Uh, this is the main reason I did not get Antonio because I opted for Mahrez instead and it burned me so uh... well that's that's quite an aggressive like you were talking about changing tack to more of an aggressive manager getting Mahrez Mahrez is the poster boy of, of aggressive managers because yeah. he can get a huge yeah. score but you don't know whether he's going to play or not this yeah. this team looks like a really nice safe 4-3-3 to me um which I, which I quite like, um, but um, going back to the original question as well, sort of to sort of to wrap up, um, what what other moves or any other thoughts do you have about how you and indeed I and anyone else watching can kick on from being a top hundred k manager to a top hundred manager? Uh, there is also another adjustment I'm doing in recent years is. Depending on stats a bit more, I'm usually an eye test kind of yeah. uh, manager. I watch a lot of football matches. I like to uh, watch any player before uh, getting him in. But I'm trying to add the uh, stats also into the mix. I think they can help you mm -hmm. eliminate biases. This is one of the traps I fall into uh, because the game is now very uh, dynamic and aggressive, and a lot of people are playing. Uh, you you need to hit bandwagons uh, early, mm -hmm. especially uh, the good ones. Uh, because you you really get a differential, a good differential for a maximum of two weeks now, or yeah. two game weeks. After that, everyone yeah. has the player, and you cannot uh, <laughs> climb the ranks using that player. So it's, you always have to be ahead. You have always. Uh, it's like um, Antonio. Early. Antonio, I got a rank rise by Antonio getting sent off. So as soon as he hit <laughs> minus points, my rank went up. And it was it was a really odd thing to see on live FPL. I noticed this happening, and um, and it is annoying, isn't it? They're so highly owned, but hopefully, you know, players like that will become a differential. 
Really interesting what you're saying about stats to highlight and pinpoint those bandwagons and get on them quick. Uh, um, what sort of stats are you looking at at the moment? What's your what's your attitude to stats? Uh, I focus on stats more with mid-table uh, attacking options from mid-table teams like uh, Calvert Lewin, like uh, Antonio, these kinds of mm -hmm. players. But with premiums, I don't care much about expected goals, and uh, I, I only just need to see the player uh fit and uh match fit and just yeah. clicking and they, the points will just come because they are world class players but uh i, I like to put like uh, a context to the set so because i think that also can be uh, a double-edged weapon as they say so mm -hmm. can uh, can cause some biases as well so uh you need to supply some context about the quality of the player because always quality, good quality players will uh, outperform their expected goals and uh, less players will probably underperform. So I like to uh, put the context. Uh, I, I focus on shots in the box. Oh, uh, why, shots yeah. On, yeah, shots on target. Uh, but still, I apply the eye test as a filter to these things because sometimes a player is shooting a lot in the box, but they are uh, shots that are going into the stands or. Yeah. Uh, the easy shots that the keeper can handle, and, some, and the opposite. So, some so, so, are you looking at more those sort of expected stats? Yes, these help with filtering the good actual shots. From they give, they give a good picture about uh, the quality of the chance or the quality of the shot. So, yeah, I mix and match uh, these kinds of stats. Uh, in terms of uh, defense, I like the. Expected goals uh, conceded, uh, shots in the box conceded, these uh, sort of things. So I try to target uh, defenses from these teams. And also, uh, teams that are low on these cells are usually good defenses that I load up my defenses. Okay. Um, well, well, good luck with this season. Um, good luck getting that top 100 finish. Um, you're going to get the top 100k finish. That's just. The, the way it is <laughs> um, but good luck with pushing on and I hope we've given some good advice to those managers who perhaps have had similar ranks um, to you so top 50k top 60k and are thinking how can I push on as up so um, I'm sure they'll be looking at your team um, and uh, following some of those tips and, and and perhaps replicating them to, to push on as well but but in the meantime Kareem um, thanks so much for joining me um, good luck with your game week and good luck with the rest of your season okay thanks Joe thanks Joe good luck to everyone good luck to you <laughs>